Hello, this is Erin Weir. The journey to being a successful creative entrepreneur is filled with challenges, hard work, and occasional high points. You have the opportunity to minimize the challenges and hard work by learning from experts, mentors, and leaders that have traveled the same road before you. The Creative Genius Podcast celebrates you and your hard work and helps you shortcut the path to profit and renewed passion. Enjoy this episode with my co-host, Gail Dobie of Gail Dobie Coaching and Consulting. We'd like to welcome Marissa Matasic to the podcast today. As principal and owner of Reflections Interior Design, Marissa has more than 15 years of experience in the interior design industry and is devoted to designing beautiful, cohesive spaces for her clients. Marissa and her team of talented women work collectively out of their design studio located in Cedar Fairmount District in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Marissa holds a Bachelor in Science in Interior Design from Bowling Green State University and became NCIDQ certified in 2010. She currently holds the position as president-elect for the Ohio North Chapter of the American Society of Interior Designers. When she's not designing homes, you can find Marissa at home with her husband and two children who keep her heart full and her feet moving. Marissa has a deep love and appreciation for all things vintage and floral. For Marissa, design is about creating harmony in our spaces, which leads to harmony in ourselves. That's why she believes good design doesn't just reshape our homes, it reshapes our lives. Well, Marissa, it's so good to have you on our podcast. We're so excited to have a chat with you today. Thank you. I am thrilled to be here. Well, great. Well, the first thing we want to start with is why did you reach out to us in the first place? Because I think some people that end up coming to us come from various ways. And um, we want to just share that with listeners. So actually, I heard you speak at an ASID event, and you just um, pulled so many, um, pulled at my heartstrings and uh, spoke so clearly, it was almost as if you were talking to me. And um, everything you said just resonated. And uh, I knew that I needed to, you know, work with you. I just, I knew I needed to call you. And actually, I think um, there was a follow up email, and I took full advantage of getting on a call with you. And the rest is history. Yeah, it's hard to believe that's been over a year now. And you're yeah. often you're in our boardroom as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about how you got into the business of design. So start there and give us a little history. Sure. Well, I'll give you a little bit of history. My parents were in the industry. Um, they had a tile store and cabinet shop. Um, my dad did the installs. My mom did some design work with tile layouts and cabinetry. And so I think I was always surrounded by it. And I was able to help my parents or watch them really. I was quite young at the time, do a kitchen remodel. And that was really eye opening for me. So I think that's just always something that I'd enjoyed. And um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I was going away to school. In fact, I went to school with a um, unspecified major. And just one day having conversation with my sister, feeling stressed out of not knowing what to do, she and I just kind of went through and made a list. It's like, well, what, what are the things that you're interested in? What are the things that, you know, make you happy? And I went back, I, I think it was on a drive back for a second semester. And I went back, went right to the um, admin and scheduled some classes in interior design. So that's what I did. 
And also along the way, you ended up deciding to buy a business. So tell us a little bit about <laughs> oh, that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So actually, I um, right out of school, right after college, I was fortunate enough to work for Rita Bayman, who was the founder of Reflections Interior Design. And I worked with her, her for a couple of years. She was getting ready to retire. Um, prior to that, we just hit it off the two of us. And um, she was an amazing mentor to me. And I learned quite a deal, a lot really from her more than I think I've learned in school. (laughs) I think that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mm -hmm. real world experiences is not, uh, is definitely the most important, I think. So she gave me that experience at a young age. And I think she just kind of started training me and molding me. And her husband and I sat down quite a few times to look at income sheets and balance sheets, statements, all those kinds of things that, you know, I had no idea about because I never took a a business class or a marketing class at all throughout college. So I learned a lot from him as well. And then it was 2008, the economy crashed and she said, you're either going to buy the business or I'm going to close. And so I did. (laughs) So it was like, what did I really have to lose at that point? Um, I was 25, I think at the time. So (laughs) (laughs) might've been 26, but yeah, it was just the natural transition. Um, I remember that your, uh, your husband attended the VIP experience with you. Yes. Did he uh, gain some insights uh, for your business and also maybe for his own? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. He was really excited, um, motivated, and just, I think he had an aha moment then as well. Um, you know, he had been trying to bring some processes and systems into his workplace. And I think it just really, it definitely sealed the deal that that's what they needed to do. So he was really happy to join. And honestly, what I felt for me was just having him really get a better understanding of what I do and how, um, how the financial part of it works in relationship to our personal finances. And I think it was just a really good, good experience for him in general, for both of us, really. It's fun to do the VIPs with spouses. I think Mm -hmm. I counted that we have a had at least 20 um, (laughs) spouses attend, which Mm -hmm. is great. And Mm -hmm. when that happens, well, we never know what's going to happen. We had one client, (laughs) uh, Leanne Baker, so funny, her husband in the middle of the session in the morning just jumped up and said, I knew I was right. And uh, about six weeks later, I saw her at High Point Market and she came up to me and said, you know, you started a law firm. (laughs) I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So he's now got two locations and he's doing great. So that made a big switch for him, but we've had so many spouses come and improve their businesses. And in, in the case of your husband, who knows, maybe he'll start his own. Yeah. He's thought about it. And also I think what was helpful is just um, his reminders throughout the year of you know, think back to what Gail said, think back to VIP and just like, so he was there. So he understood and he helped my stress level really. First of all, he's much more laid back than I am, but (laughs) I think he was also, um, he's just, you know, it helps me with the calming part of things. Like, you know, you're on the right track. This is what you and Gail planned. Think about your coach, you know, all those kinds of things. So that was really helpful. Good for him. Great. Yeah. (laughs) It's great to have the husbands on the cheerleader squad or wives as it may be. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, good. Well, what are some of the things that you were experiencing, some of the challenges that you were having in your business that made you want to get help? You know, I don't really know if I knew what the challenges were specifically at the time, but I think I knew that something had to change. And so I was working so many hours. I have two young children. I just, um, I would come home, I'd get my laptop out right after bath, dinner, bed, and I would work all night long. And something just didn't seem right about that. (laughs) Um, I was exhausted mentally, physically. And uh, I don't think I really realized it until I heard you speak. And when I heard you speak, I was like, oh my gosh, what? Yes, I need all of this. I have to change. And so I think that's just kind of was the moment that I realized, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to just dive in. And my team was really supportive of me um, making this jump. Obviously, as you know, it's a, a financial investment and that investment back in your business is so important. Um, and so I was concerned, but I just had faith that it would be the right thing to do. And it clearly was. Well, I've loved watching you grow and how much you have accomplished in this last year, because I know you had some changes with personnel and things that you had to deal with. And I just remember all those challenges being part of our conversations. But as I watched you grow during the year of coaching, just seeing how much more confidence you had in making decisions and going for things is just so exciting. Absolutely. I, I think this year was just pivotal for me. 2020, although it had its ups and downs, I think for me, it was mostly about growth. Well, growth comes in a lot of different ways. It's both emotional and mental and physical. It's all those things combined. So yeah, a lot of crazy things. A lot of times when people are coming out of a VIP experience, they want to do everything all at once, right? (laughs) And we're always like, no, no, you don't have to do all of these things. But I know you had quite the list that you tackled right off the bat. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. So (laughs) I remember like, you know, setting the goals for 30, 60, and 90 days. And I think by the time like 60 days was there, I had like blown through the list, (laughs) Um, maybe even sooner than that. But it was really important to me because I felt like it was kind of a domino effect that once you change one thing, it just made sense to keep going with it. And so I did not want to waste any time. We changed internal processes. We have, um, different communication channels. We updated our contracts. We um, changed the way we build our clients, um, the way we worked with our freight companies. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. (laughs) There's so many different things. And then obviously, as you know, we had personnel changes, um, but that was allowed us to structure and stack the business the way that it just made sense to grow as a team. So, um, so yeah, all of the challenges, positive and negative kind of leading me to where I am now. And um, I'm glad to have done it all so, so quickly, but also (laughs) there was, there was a lot. And I think there still is, I think it's an ongoing thing for sure. One of the things I observed in working with you too, which I thought was really interesting is that you had such thorough thoughts about everything that we were doing and you would analyze every little bit before you would make the move because you wanted to make sure you were making the right decision. So do you think that process is something that you've always done? And would you, do you want to keep doing that? How do you feel about that? 
I think that I learned quite a bit about myself through that process. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I was so analytical until you pointed it out. And then I thought about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am. I really do like to think things through. Um, I thought I was a little more spontaneous, but I'm not. (laughs) I really um, am careful about the decisions I make because I think that they affect so many different things, whether it's an employee, myself, my family, a client. And I just, I'm, I think it's really important to, make educated decisions. Mm -hmm. Watching you do that is, uh, it was really fascinating because very few people will go through that level of detail and that deep to get to that bottom line decision. And then you still would question it at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Except that when I do it and when it, you know, it works, it's like, what was I thinking? Why didn't I do that sooner? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's usually what happens when people are letting somebody go that isn't a good fit with with their company. Right. Right. Yeah. The hard thing to do, especially in this type of business, when you build relationships at a more intimate level Mm -hmm. with people. Very emotional. Yes, it is. Right. And I'm an emotional person, which again, I didn't fully realize, but <laughs> well, I guess I did know about it. <laughs> I guess I did. I guess I did. <laughs> well, what are some of your big goals for the next couple of years? So as you know, it's been really hard for me to set big goals for myself. Um, I, I think I usually set smaller goals um, that I know I can achieve quicker. And so um excuse me, thinking about the larger scale goals is a challenge, but I would say right now we're looking to um, purchase a building so that we can have a larger space. Um, Right now our space isn't functioning the way we need it to. So that was a big thing for us. That's probably more in the immediate future, but my hope is to be able to is maybe potentially have a receiving company within our space or also maybe host events in our space as well. So that's definitely something on more of the immediate, immediate future. But as far as the larger goals, I think what I'm really looking for is attainable growth. I'd like to grow the business reasonably so that I have a few more designers, but not something that I can't handle anymore. And so that's really important to me. I still want to be involved, obviously, in my projects, as well as with my team. So getting to a sweet spot, I think, is going to be the goal for me. And then also just being able to take a little bit more time for myself, spend with my family to travel, to get away more and know that everything at the studio is handled that, you know, everybody knows what they're doing and they don't essentially need me um, every day anymore. So what's one of your favorite part about managing the business and people? I know that that's not always what we sign up for when we become interior designers, but at a young age, you were running a company. Yeah. a little bit about that? So I think one of the biggest things for me um, that I also learned about myself was I, I do believe I'm approachable. And I think that's the most important thing is just being able to have open communication with my team so that they feel that they can come to me no matter what. Um, it's really important for me just to just have them know I'm here, I'm available to listen, I'm available to, to talk, and I'm also very collaborative. So for me, it's not, um, it's not like this is the way things have to be. If there is a better way, by all means, I am open, my ears are open, I'm, I'm ready to make a change. So I think that's the most important thing is letting them take the lead on a lot of things as well. That's, that's key for me. If you think of your, do you think of yourself these days more as a designer or as a business owner? 
I definitely think of myself as a business owner. Ah, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think that if you would ask me that a year ago, I would have said that. But mm-hmm. um, this year, for sure, uh, has changed. So I think I'm still very much involved, and my clients would agree. But my priority is to run and operate the business. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun to see you do that and make those changes. And I remember that you brought back somebody to your team that had been there before, who was a very strong player for you. And how has that affected your business? You know, when you have somebody on your team that isn't in the right role, and then all of a sudden you realize it, (laughs) it just was like, oh my goodness, what is happening here? (laughs) So um, for me, we brought, we changed her role and that was pretty significant. It dramatically changed the way we operate. So I think she's much happier. I'm happier. And now we are able to work together on a different level. So I didn't realize it prior to VIP. And then once we sat down and talked, it was like, oh, this is the problem. And so now I think I'll be able to recognize those things a lot Mm -hmm. sooner. Well, yeah. And I think we talked about it last week in the boardroom retreat a little bit about just getting to the root cause of the problem and fixing that instead of the band-aid approach of fixing the symptom. That was exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does take a a little bit of, um, it takes courage though, to make those kinds of decisions, especially because we all care about people and we tend to put that ahead of our own personal needs and even the business sometimes. Right. Right. Definitely. And I think she's going to continue to grow with us. She's Mm -hmm. definitely a key player. And, um, you know, she's my, my Aaron to, to Gail. (laughs) (laughs) It's great great. to have somebody that's able to do that part of the business for sure. Yeah. So are you feeling like you're not working as many hours? Yeah, I am. (laughs) I am. I mean, there's always something to do. I think it's shifted for me now. Um, And so maybe I'm not doing as much of the design work, but I'm definitely working on the business. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm still working pretty hard, but I'm hopeful that the things I'm doing now at this time are going to help um, allow me to have some more freedom in the future. Mm. So let's take you down uh, 10 years from now. And (laughs) how many people do you you have on your team? So I think my sweet spot would be 10 employees because that's what I know and feel confident I could manage. And how do you think your life will be different when you have 10 versus how many do you have right now? There's five of us. So that's doubling your staff and that's a fairly significant jump. But what do you think that's going to do for you? Well, I just think it'll be, we'll be much more efficient um, with the way we operate. So that's the first thing, but potentially able to take on much larger projects, which is obviously a goal of ours as well. And uh, I think just like having the clear defined roles will just, I think, make things a lot easier. But, you know, there's always challenges when you have more personnel on board. You know, there's more challenges always with multiple people. Well, sometimes they're actually good. I think um, one thing that we've found as we've grown our team is that we have different personalities, uh, but all of a sudden I see how much work is getting done where it might take so much longer without those people on the team. And I've seen this massive switch in how fast things are moving in the company with more people. So that's the exciting part to me. That's true. Yes, definitely. 
Yeah. We already see that now and we hope to um, grow our staff by one this year. So I think that'll be helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I think it's always fun to really dream into the future. Gail has always done such a good job of being the visionary for our company. And at first I was, she was kind of dragging me along a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. And now I get really excited about it when we, when we start talking about it and we like to talk about it in a sense, sometimes that it's already happened, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's 10 years from now. And, you know, mm-hmm. then automatically I start adding 10 years to my kids' ages and 10 years to my age and where I'm going to be and who I'm working with and, um, and my relationship with Gail. But sometimes, you know, um, I think it's also good to look back at what maybe we would do differently if we knew now what we didn't know before. Do you have anything that you would do differently in your business leading up to this point? Oh yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think for sure I would have looked to get some help sooner that I realized in, in VIP and this year of coaching that I really wish I would have had somebody in my corner. Um, and, and that's what you guys have been for me. Um, so I wouldn't have waited so long to do that. And I guess I didn't even really realize it was an option. Definitely would have, would have looked for some help sooner. Well, I think all of us are about shortcuts and we have our own coaches. So we have, we understand completely what you're saying. And I've learned now that I don't want to learn it the hard way. I want the shortcuts and I want somebody else that's been there to guide me along the way. So I don't have to figure it out for myself. Being a business owner can be lonely. Mm -hmm. And especially in our industry, I don't think that, you know, everybody runs their business so differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, it's hard to find other business owners at your level that can help or just, Mm -hmm. you know, to bounce feedback off of. And it's different. You can't go to your team for that. You really need somebody at your level. And I think I learned that uh, again this year. Mm -hmm. And so you're able to um, not only have access to Gail and be able to ask her questions about the business um, or your coach, but also um, over in the community the Slack community that you are a part of for boardroom, it's really fun to watch the conversations over there. Cause there's always such different conversations every single day on, Hey, I'm hiring, or I need help with how to, you know, charge for this. And it's amazing how quickly people are just willing um, to give information or even just their thoughts on, well, I've never ran into this before, but this is what I would do, you know, or even just a high five of, you know, Hey, great job for getting that hard conversation done. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that um, even if it's not something you can add to, you're still able to read and listen and learn because at some point you are going to have to deal with a similar situation. So it's, it's been good experience. So tell us about boardroom because you're in the brand new boardroom group. So what has that been like? Oh, it's exciting. Um, I've been looking forward to it, as you know, Gail, Mm -hmm. as soon as you mentioned it to me, I'm like, sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm in. Um, So it's been fun getting to know the other team members. You know, I'm looking forward to getting to know them on a more personal level too. But I think that's just how I am is I really like to relate to people and, and knowing them on a more personal level, I think helps the connection. So I'm looking forward to our future retreats together, but you know, the experience has been great so far, especially in our virtual retreat that we just came off of. Um, I didn't know what to expect. And 
you know, what I realize is everybody is, is trying to learn something new um, or has a challenge that they're working on. And even if you can't be, um, you know, be able to give an answer to them, you can still be a support to them. And I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. It was fun watching this group because you all just uh, clicked together, which yeah. we, we look for that and we hope for that in the groups. And I think that all of you are just so giving. That's one of the big pluses that is such a valuable asset when you're in a group like that, because if somebody is going to help you with that and you don't have to figure this out for yourself, then it's amazing, especially sharing documents and ideas about how to do things. Yeah. It's only been a couple of months. And I think a lot of us have already shared some formulas or documents. It's been great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's fun and it's fun to watch you all grow. And the fun thing is over the course of the years that you'll be together is how close you're all going to get. You'll just be best friends and you'll be in touch outside and wanting to see each other if you're in the same city. And that'll be fun. I believe it. And I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. So let's talk books. Some of your favorite (laughs) books lately. I know um, COVID has been a period where uh, a lot of reading has taken place for a lot of people just because we're not able to be as social. Um, We're kind of maybe working on some personal growth or some business growth. Do you have some favorite books that you'd like to share with our audience that? Yeah. Since, since I started working with you all, I, you know, I admire Gail so much and I know that she's a big reader and I know I've seen her list of the books that she recommends. So you guys had sent a book to me right off the bat and I believe it was maybe the miracle morning, Hal Elrod. Um, And so I haven't been reading as much as I would have liked. And I think my biggest books were children's books. (laughs) Good night, good night construction site. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know how to repeat those like word for word. And so I think, um, you know, part of my growth too, is to focus on myself. And so, you know, I, I kind of forgot about that being a mom. I think I kind of lost that. And so for a while there, I really wasn't reading. And so this year, again, pivotal year for me was to think about, you know, just learning and educating and growing myself. And so I read a couple of Simon Sinek books and uh, start with why, maybe that's not his. Mm-hmm. Wait, it is. is that, okay. Yeah. Start with why and um, also finding your why, which I think are really important. And then I also read Who Not How. And by reading, I should say that I'm listening to the audibles. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm in the car quite a bit. So for me, it's, it's a good, um, a good way to spend my time. Um, but I do read as well. I have a couple of them that I have read, but listening to some of them has just been really eye opening. Even if I just take like one thing from each book, you know, I think that's the most important thing. Um, so start with why just kind of open my eyes. I've, been working with Nancy Greystone for, um, for communications. And I think starting with why is something that she and I worked together on, but then also the book just kind of helped reinforce. So that was a big one for me. And then I also listened to, um, where the crawdads sing, which I thought was fabulous. So, um, and the, um, reader's voice was really fun too. And that one listening to it. So um, I truly enjoyed that on a personal level. Mm. That's great. 
And I hear you might be going to Hawaii sometime in the near future. <laughs> this literally happened this week. Um, friends of ours um, are the um, the husband is in the he's a lawyer for the Air Force and he is moving to Hawaii this summer. And so we were at the dinner table having a conversation and I said, we got to get our flights. Like we're in, we're coming. And, <laughs> and my son, my son, who's five got so upset. You're, you're going to go somewhere without me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 I love him dearly, but, um, it will definitely be a, a good trip for us. It's something somewhere we've always wanted to go. And so now we have a good excuse to get there. Absolutely. Drink my ties on the beach. <laughs> yes. I know Gail and I are definitely looking forward to start traveling again. And um, I actually was so excited this week to see an airline ticket in my inbox. And I was like, oh. I like <laughs> let out a little squeal. I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. Yeah, for sure. I think we all are. Yeah. Well, has COVID been um, a good thing or a bad thing for you? Well, I would say... I mean, I guess it, it's both for sure. I, I think really more of a good thing though. Um, mm-hmm. It allowed us to spend more time with the people we love the most. And for me and the four of us at, at my house, I think it was, I mean, they're, they're little, so three and five, you can imagine the stresses of that, but also mm-hmm. we were able to spend some time focusing on spreading joy, which I think is really important and something that I really want to teach my children. Um, so we, so we spent a good amount of time this summer doing things for other people, sending letters to nursing homes, just, you know, all the fun things that are, you know, showing kindness and spreading joy. Um, so yeah, it's been a really positive thing and, you know, Easter was my favorite last year. So it was a year ago, but, um, we stayed home just the four of us. We have a big family, both of us on both sides. So every holiday is super stressful because we're constantly having to go somewhere, which I'm grateful. My family is close, but it also causes more challenges with travel back and forth with little ones. So anyways, this year we stayed home and it was the best because, we went in our hot tub and we, we played outside. The weather was great. And it's just something that I'll never forget. I, I think every other Easter might blend together, but COVID Easter will never for me. So I think that's really exciting. And then um, being able to be in the present for sure has, has helped, but don't get me wrong. It had its challenges. My husband was working full time. I was home with both the kids being mm. mommy, preschool wow. teacher, daycare. And then I would work all night long because I couldn't, you know, catch up. So that was the the bad part. Well, hopefully 21 will be a lot better for you okay. and very exciting because you definitely have a lot of good things in the hopper and getting a building that that'll be great. <laughs> Yes, in the works. So we're excited about that. (laughs) Very good. So uh, do you have anything that you'd like to leave with our listeners today that they could take home and implement in their lives and their businesses? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing I would say is um, get help soon. (laughs) Um, don't, Don't feel alone in your corner. I think it's so important to have a team of um close friends or a coach, uh, whoever it might be in your corner to help support you because that's the most important thing. Um, And for me this year, um, finding my tribe of supportive women um, who are also moms and professionals uh, was really a a gift 
So that would be one thing is um, it's making sure you're surrounding yourself around people that you feel are benefiting you. And uh, maybe just taking time to slow down and spread joy and kindness. I love, love that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Marissa, for joining us today. Um, I'm so glad are, to be here. I wish everyone could see your outfit because you look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad that you asked me to be a part of this. It's been so much fun. Well, it's our pleasure. Well, have a great rest of your day. And we look forward to sharing this with our listeners. Thank you. You can follow Marissa on Instagram at Reflections Interior Design and check out her website, www.reflectionsinteriordesign.net. We hope to see you at High Point Market in June and we'll be there and we cannot wait to see our creative community. If you haven't registered for market yet, do it. Go to highpointmarket.org slash register. For every registered buyer for June High Point Market, you'll get a free PDF of Gail's new book, Business Breakthrough, your creative value blueprint to get paid what you're worth that just released. So be sure to follow High Point Market on Instagram at High Point Market. Next week, Lori McRae, an interior designer and founding partner of Frederick McRae, will be joining us all the way from the Cayman Islands. Lori is an avid reader, and we can't wait to share a few of her recommended books with you.